0: The worst moments of our life.
1: Hey girl, hey, that's bad.
0: Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst
1: audition ever. How bad can I be?
0: <laughs> and we feel the pain is best or funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Welcome Podcast. Welcome to Worst Ever
1: fucking Podcast.
0: <laughs> Listen, you can't you can't get upset if you, you don't know we're recording. You can't
1: introduce me. I mean, you can't introduce a show when I'm turning my head so I don't see you're about to start.
0: I can do whatever I want. It's my show.
1: It's our show. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Is it, though?
1: Mm. Well, let's be honest. I mean, I think I get the, the best fan mail ever. I've, everyone wants to work with me. People
0: hate you. I know,
1: but that's the <laughs> that's the best shit ever, Christine. we like, Christine's
0: so nice. But, Allah, stop talking. Ugh.
1: Well, because I just, I get into it. Well, you listen. You You're too polite.
0: That's why it works. No,
1: like the Jackie Tone episode, right? What about it? Oh, like when I went in on Jackie Tone and was like, there's only one episode of your series that bothered me. It bothered you too. And you didn't say a fucking thing. Because
0: I was letting you have the moment. It's yeah, called you a give like, and take. I was
1: like, where's my support?
0: Oh, you wanted me to go on You wanted me to bash it with you.
1: Yeah. No, All I, right. No, I love the show. It was just I that love one the sh- episode.
0: Listen, you wouldn't know about the show if I if it wasn't for me. I was like my friend Jackie in the show. You're like, I've never, I've never watched Glow. And then you went crazy Binged. for it. Binged. Love it. Well, let's talk about let's talk about something else. Mark Maron,
1: genius, genius, and you should listen to his podcast too, even though ours is better. Love you, Mark.
0: <laughs> um, let's talk about the fact that you forgot my fortieth birthday.
1: Uh, let's talk about the fact that I forgot your fortieth birthday because my aunt died.
0: Well, that's a good excuse. Okay.
1: Sorry that I had to pack up on a Tuesday night to fly to New Orleans on a Wednesday morning to watch a woman that I've known all my life pass away right in front of me. And then at the end of her death, had to literally carry her body onto a metal thing so that the women can wash her in the Islamic religion. I'm sorry. How was your 40th birthday? Wow. You
0: really went dark on that.
1: Just letting you know.
0: You're really bringing it down. Okay.
1: Okay. That's intense. Yeah, I'm still. I, I have nightmares from it. I, I'm. I've Is literally, that the
0: first time you've had to do that for a family member?
1: It, I was stuck in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like her son was running late. One of the, and all the guys. So I got there to where the the hearse arrived, uh-huh. and then like in Arabic, the one guy and the sheikh came up to me. and Goes, okay, come help us with pick And I was like, literally lifting my aunt in a white sheet, carrying her and putting. It was uh, and I uh, uh, you know.
0: That's so intense.
1: Yeah. Like to feel that dead weight, knowing that yes. you have a dead, you're holding a dead body. Oh my God. Plus I haven't worked out in years and my <laughs> arms are killing me.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Just
1: saying. Um. So how was your 40th birthday? It was fine. Speaking of death.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it was great. My husband took me to an escape room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you sure that was on purpose or what? I mean, no, was he trying to, or did he want you to escape? Here's
0: what's funny about it. So he, he did not tell me what we were doing. And I think that's part of the genius when you have zero expectation about something. And I actually started to think, Oh God, maybe I should have planned this because God knows what, what this night's going to turn out to be like. It was so much fun because I, I didn't know what we were doing. So I get in the car, we go down the street, we pick up a friend of mine. Who's literally just like walking on the side of the road. I'm like, what is Alex doing on the side of the road? Alex
1: Ellis? Yes. Can't stand her.
0: Okay, well he picks her up go ahead. And then we go to this weird part of Koreatown Like really kind of sketchy part of Koreatown I used to live there yeah, Exactly, no longer Right. Um, no parking. I still have
1: PTSD from the parking <laughs> I'm afraid to leave my house even though I can park now Go ahead
0: So we go back into a back alley And park uh, in this weird alley Next to like a sex shop called Secrets And I'm like, are we going to Secrets? Oh, and Brandon wow. goes, yeah, we're going to Secrets And then I look at Alex and I'm like Then why is she here?
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: And he's like, all right, just chill out for a second. I can tell he's like texting on his phone. There's like something going on, right? So we walk into Secrets and I'm like, this isn't a real sex shop. This, there's something's going on. This is a cover. This is like the coolest restaurant in LA or something. So we walk in, we turn the corner and my friend Dave is standing in the vibrator section with two balloons. And it's just like, happy birthday. I'm like, what are you doing here? And I'm like hugging him. And, you know, I look over at the guy behind the counter and I'm, and I see him and he looks really pissed. I'm like, oh no, it's a real sex shop. We should probably walk out. Um, So we, that was just like, we walked out. I'm like, so what are we really doing? And Brandon's like, actually, we're going to an escape room and it's across the parking lot. <laughs> I just had a, do you a think I would do well at
1: the shop. escape room?
0: I think you would love it. Have you ever done one?
1: No, but I've wanted to do one.
0: You would love it. Like I loved it because I was very competitive about trying to get through it and to get all the clues correct and get into the next room. Right. I loved it. It was really fun. Do you wear outfits? You can. I started to put on a hat and then I got a little sketched out about wearing a, a hat.
1: So I just so I put on them, like, like, like a weird
0: blanket and I was like, a, I was an explorer.
1: Oh really? Yeah. deserve there pictures.
0: Yeah. Is they don't video? let you take pictures inside of it. Oh, you can take pictures after. Yeah. Because they don't want to give it away. The escape. Right.
1: All right. Well, it was fun. And it's
0: only an hour. If you can't get through it in an hour, then they, you know, kick you out. Yeah, basically. But there was one point at which the wall was like, like we all got into a little room and we had to solve a puzzle and the wall started to close in on us. And it was like one of those survivor moments of like, oh my God, we've got to get the puzzle correct. You know? And we came within like inches of the, of the door not opening.
1: I'm it was s- cool. Yeah. It sounds great. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't here for you. Uh. Thank you, aunt, for dying. Oh, my um, Lord. No, I love my aunt Ataf. That's her name. Ataf. Ataf. Yeah. Um. I want you to introduce our next guest. Yes. Can you?
0: Oh, yes, of course.
1: We've our next known her guest. For years.
0: We've known for years. Like years. Um. Her mother is actually responsible for a and I meeting, or should I say, to blame for a and I meeting?
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, she's a legend. Her mother. She's a
0: legend. That's Her right. father's
1: a legend too.
0: Both our both our actors have been for a long time. Her mother, Diane Hill Harden had the young actor space where Aladdin and I met in the armpit of ago. the Valley
1: Van Eyes. <laughs> but it was like an, it was like an escape room. It was, <laughs> it was like this little black box with these little, it, it was like, it's where I, 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 it changed my life. That acting studio. Yeah. I mean, a,
0: everybody went yeah, there. Everyone was, went there.
1: But it was like the the camaraderie of – it's like – it reminded me of when I went to school in New York because, you know, I went to AMDA, the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. So everyone that was there wanted to do that same musical theater or whatever. It was the same thing I found here in L.A., which was hard to find. It was yeah. that camaraderie. And you became really great fr- – I found, you know, some of my best friends out of that whole situation.
0: Yeah, same. So um, today on the podcast – Go ahead. You would know her as Jan from The Office.
1: Love her as Jan.
0: You would know her as Tammy from Transparent.
1: Uh, genius in Transparent, and I can't wait to talk about that show. Go ahead.
0: Or most most recently as Jacqueline Carlisle on Freeform's The Bold Type. She's an Emmy nominee. She's a mother. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's a writer. She's a director. She wears all the hats, people.
1: She does it all.
0: The gorgeous Melora Hardin. Welcome. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild.
1: <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Melora, oh my God. Wait, I just saw that also- <coughs> What's the new show that you're doing on ABC?
2: The Bold Type?
1: No, the other one. Oh, oh,
2: oh I I was... Uh, yeah, yeah. A Million Little Things. I, d- I guest starred on that. I it's just know. a guest re- star? Well, I'll probably recur on it next yeah, year. Yeah, a character that mm-hmm. was sort
1: of controversial, I think, to the storyline or something, because mm. I was reading something. Mm, maybe. Uh-huh. I was reading Ooh. something about it. I'm I think
2: excited. my episode airs on the 21st, so... Okay. I'm not supposed to say anything. Okay, oh, good. good. Well, but that's
1: a good little cast.
2: It's a great cast. I think it's a great show. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I didn't... I hadn't seen it, and they sent me all you know, 10 episodes and they were like, watch it. See if you that's want to do great. this. And I watched all 10 episodes in three days. And I was like, I'm in. Love I it. Loved, are you, are I you
1: it. at the position now where it offers? Yeah. Isn't that's that great. great? It's really nice. I mean, that's what you wanted, right?
2: That's well, yeah. <laughs> it's what you've worked for your <laughs> yeah. whole career. Yeah. It's yeah, to totally to what you want. Point. Well, because
1: knowing you throughout the years, I mean, remember because we were in acting class together and then Melora and I were in an improv group together called Achilles heel, yes. which, Christine wasn't good enough to be a part of.
2: <laughs> Why weren't you a part of that? Actually, She wasn't good enough. No, I think she was actually, she was an amazing improviser, no, she's an amazing but she was actor. really busy or something. No. You were like on a I show or something. What the heck were you doing? I think she was too young. We were all on shows. I think she was too
1: young. No. no. Well, because Nicole Tom was, I on. was
2: like the oldest in the whole group. Right. You yeah. were. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, it was fun. It,
2: it was, was fun. You guys fun. were great. It I was, was an amazing group. You. Yeah. you're freaking hilarious improviser.
1: Oh, that's hilarious.
2: Sweet. And you and Chad together were Chad like, Gabriel Schwartzman. It, yeah, it was unbelievably, my, hilarious. my
1: nemesis. <laughs> has he been, on, has, my he, been, has he been
2: on your podcast yet?
1: No, he's not good enough
2: yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want to get him. <laughs> we want to get him because we
1: have so many stories with him, but people, yeah, like, you, it just depends. The fans, yeah, if, the, if yeah. you want to hear about Chad Gabriel right. Schwartz, he was, if they beg, if, yeah, they, if they yeah, yeah. yeah. it was they on beg. some I just, I, I want show. you
2: all to know, those of you that are listening, you should beg because these two are freaking hilarious. The, you guys are unbelievably funny <laughs> together. I don't best. know if you're still funny together. You I, just I hate each other too much, but we don't see. You were funny together.
1: He's got life issues. Um, <laughs> anyway, so but
2: that's what you can talk about together. <laughs>
1: but you were always, you were the actor. Like you would do multiple pilots during pilot season and they would never get picked up.
2: It's true. Yeah. I think I did like, I think before the off, I mean, I did many that did get picked up for short, short times, you know? Right. Um, I mean, starting with Thunder, which was the series I did when I was 10, which was on for a season. I think we did 16 episodes of that. Or something. Or my, I don't know. My mom my mom would know everything. She knows everything yeah. about my childhood. When, uh, because she was my stage mom. But, um, but you know, I think by the time I did The Office, I think that was like number 13. Jeez. Sort of like Tom Selleck. Tom yeah, Selleck, no, it's crazy. same thing. Wow. He had done many, many also. I think George Clooney, too. It's funny. I mean, just people that have been working a super long time. I mean, it makes sense that you're going to have lots and lots. I mean, I started when I was six years old. So I know. it would make sense that I have a lot of...
1: Failures? Are you, well, I wouldn't call them <laughs> failures, but it must have been—it must have—it must have been fr- frustrating as an actor. I don't know
2: that it was because because I was a kid, so I was mostly focused on ballet. You know, acting was sort of my hobby, really, when I was a kid. I was going to be a ballerina. You know, I was really serious about that.
1: I, mean, I was totally going to be a ballerina. That would have been. <laughs> Can you imagine if Jan wasn't Melora? my feet would I be know, way right? more fucked
2: up than they already are, which they are super.
1: Is your kid you have kids and they're acting I do
2: I have two beautiful daughters and they're both acting yes they're both working actors already that's incredible I know did you have any reservation about that at all I really didn't because I mean I made them beg you know I made them wait until they were begging and I didn't ever present it to them like this is a thing you could do like that's how I got into it was I went to my dad's commercial agent when he was dropping off his new headshots. And they said, oh, you're cute. Don't you want to do what daddy does? And I was like, yeah. And then yeah. I tugged on their sleeves and begged and begged and begged. And eventually they were like, oh, we'll let her go on 10 auditions. And if she doesn't get anything, we'll ease her out of it. Of course, I got the first thing I went on. Um, but my my kids, I would never really presented it like that. I mean, I think that for them, I did. I have always included them, you know, like they've been on sets. They've been on, you know, they watched me in, on Broadway and, you know, got to come backstage and Mm -hmm. all those things that I think excited them and and they're very musical. And so I think all the singing and the dancing and the acting, I don't know. I guess it's a little contagious. I think so. Definitely. I think it's a great way to grow up. I mean, the thing is that you become, you, you work with so many different kinds of people. You meet so many different kinds of people. Talk about having more Mm -hmm. empathy, you know, than, then I think a lot of kids do when they grow up in some tiny little town, they never meet a Jewish person. They never meet a, you know, a black person. They never meet a gay person. Right. They never meet a, I remember having some of the crew guys were like Uber tattooed and looked so scary. And you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Remember they would have like Rips. patches on their eyes. I mean, they look like full on pirates, you know, <laughs> but they were some of the sweetest guys when yeah. you're a kid. And it just, it sort of teaches you this like idea of not judging a book by its cover. I think when you're very young, Definitely. you know, Everybody's well,
0: you know. and having done it as a child, you did, and I did. I think like it—it it really all comes down to
2: what your parents are like. It, you can
0: it, have a wonderful experience in this business and not turn out like you know the Lindsay Lowens because you have a really grounded force at home. And it's not about yeah. being famous, but it's about the work it's and about it's about enjoying it and the craft and having fun with yeah. it. Because being a not,
2: professional too, yeah. learning how to be a professional is Definitely. not a bad thing to learn. Well you you're also young.
1: looked out with your mom and father. I yeah, mean Jerry I pretty, and Diane are very professional A and they made acting fun. Yeah.
2: Yes. And they're really talented. And, and really I, talented. I learned the craft really yeah. young. Yeah. And that was really the focus. It was all about being an artist in my family. There was really not much reverence for fame.
1: Well, your parents were. Th- I had
2: to actually learn how to embrace that. I really did. That yeah. was actually a challenge for me. I had to go to therapy about that. Isn't that funny?
1: For fame?
2: Yeah, like how to how to how to deal with that? Because see, I like being the person that watches everybody. I like to look.
1: You like to be the fly on the wall.
2: I like to be the fly on the wall. Now, not when I'm on stage. Right. When I'm on stage, I want everyone looking right at me. I want them to shut the fuck up, and I want them to applaud very loudly, right? And give me standing <laughs> ovations. She's sure. like me. <clears throat> but when I'm out in my life in the world. I want to be the one that's like sitting in a coffee shop, staring at people and eavesdropping on their conversations.
1: I'm that person. But I'm now I'm,
2: everybody stares at me. Well, I <laughs> so
1: ask you, are you rec- It's challenging. Are you, so now that with all these roles, obviously hit shows, yeah. you're being recognized. All you, the time. But are you the girl that they're like, I know you from somewhere? Or are they like Melora Hardin? You're Jan or you're
2: yeah. uh, What's you're your name? Tammy. From yeah. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah. And I remember the first time that, um, that that happened when the office was sort of the most downloaded show on iTunes, which is really Mm -hmm. what kept the office going. Um, and I remember someone coming up to me in whole foods and saying, are you Melora Hardin? And that was the first time it had shifted from, you really look like somebody that I've met before, or did we go to high school together or I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere. And that was sort of my whole career was like, I know you from somewhere. Um, and then that moment, I remember that moment turning around and going, Yes. And they're like, I love you so much on the office. You know, now people absolutely know my name. Yeah. They know my name and they, and they mostly know me from the office, but I also get, I get lots of things. I mean, I got something a few years ago. Somebody following me around Michael's and, um, and it was this guy. And, and you're he,
1: crafting too? Yeah.
2: I tra- well, <laughs> wow. you know, I have two daughters <laughs> okay. and they were littler at this time. And, um, but yes, I do art and stuff and crafts. Thank you very much. When I have time in any case. Um, so my, this guy walks up to me and he, and I, I knew he recognized me cause you can always tell when people recognize right. you. And, um, and he finally comes up to me and he goes, I just have to tell you, I've seen Forty productions of Les Mis, and your rendition of Fantine at the Hollywood Bowl oh my was my God. favorite, and I literally burst into tears.
1: <laughs> oh, you're kidding! Did oh you God, do that? Did, did you do the re- that reading, the musical reading? Of yeah, that?
2: the three with nights J. at Alexander? the Hollywood Bowl. Yes, yes. I auditioned that's for that. Amazing. You did? Yes. Oh. he
1: brought me in. He's because I'd worked with him on Streisand.
2: Of course, so you so he's had. like, can
1: you cu- can you sing? And I was like, yeah. Of- I mean, I, I mean, no. I go. I'm an actor who sings. I'm not like. So he's like, "Will you do this? If would you audition for this?" I was like, "I'll audition, but I don't know if I'm the Miz." Yeah, material. you're not dreaming a dream. Yeah, I'm like, but I you're I maybe joining that. the parade. In fact, I have to be honest with you, bit. Richard. It's one of my least favorite musicals of all time
2: What? <laughs> what? That's a I terrible thing to say. That is the musical that made me want to do oh, musicals? I sit
1: through it. I was Are like, "Are you kidding?" And I... I had a friend who did the original cast on Broadway. Yeah, and I literally was like, <laughs> "That was the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen." Like oh, it was, what? like I hated it. You're a nutball. It's too long.
2: Well, here's the thing. I mean, it totally spoke to me because at the time that I saw it on Broadway too, when it came there, whenever that was, what was that? Like 1987 or something something like that. And I, and I remember, I I was so freaking serious. I mean, maybe you don't remember that about me.
1: Oh, I, no, no, I We're going to get into that. I but was I so freaking <laughs> no, serious, no, no, I, and
2: and I really thought that I wanted to be a very serious artist. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I remember watching, and I didn't want to do musicals because they were just so frivolous. And then I saw Les Mis on Broadway, and I just you know sat on the edge of my seat, and I thought, oh my god. I want to do that because it was such a tragedy. Totally. I thought I want to be a, I want to do a musical tragedy. <laughs> and then I got to do it. Well, <laughs> That's so great. I got well, to sing that dream on, well, on stage. Um,
1: my two musicals that sort of were, were brought me into like when are fiddler. Like, okay. I love fiddler is
2: amazing. Yes.
1: And then once on this Island, I saw the original production of once I've on this Island. I've never seen that. And, it, once on this island like changed my life musically i was like whoa this is what i want to do
2: really yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It, the music's amazing
2: okay I'll have to. the yeah. revival Listen is to supposed that. to be
1: even better than the original okay but yeah no you have a gorgeous voice so it's it, it, it's inevitable that you were going to do something in that space i would think you hey, know
0: you've yeah, produced I your own they, albums yeah as well yeah how many do you have now
2: three wow yeah yeah that's yeah,
1: amazing. no. I mean, you have, I, I specifically remember, and this always is ingrained in my memory of Melora Harden. It's so weird in, in our cl- in our acting class, Diane would do a song night every oh, se- right. season right, of, a, and it would terrify every actor to go up and do, because you had to pick a song that was, um, you An were emotionally song. connected. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't about the singing. It was about the acting and, without fail every single person would get up there and start bawling because it would just connect somewhere melora did a one of my favorite musicals in the world is little shop of horrors and melora did a rendition of somewhere that's green which changed my life because (laughs) i know that musical (laughs) so well and i know how it's supposed to be performed and what it means and all i She took the meaning of that song and totally like flipped it. Like, you wouldn't, I was just like, I get chills just thinking about it. I'm not kidding. It like, it is in great. This is like 15, 20 years ago. Oh, uh, uh, more, darling. Yeah. And I, (laughs) I don't say it was that long. I can't (laughs) listen to that song the same way anymore because of your version of it. Like, the way that you, I, I can't explain the performance. It was like, but I was blown away. I was like going, "Oh my god!"
2: Because I made it tragic.
1: You made it so tragic,
2: <laughs> right? Because that's what you were trying she to do—just being she a tragic. Made it
1: so tragic, but it like made sense. Tragic musicals, it was fucking crazy. <laughs> by the way, we curse on this podcast. Okay, uh, well, I, uh, I got
2: that, and that's yeah, good. You guys yeah. are so cute together. By the way, this is insane. Well, thanks. It's yeah. like an oil and vinegar. I do love it's this. A um, <laughs> yeah. It works nice. well. Yeah. I want to
0: ask you about because I know you film Bold Type in Montreal. Yes, um, and. And you've also gone to do Broadway, you know, You've gone to do Ch- Chicago and New York. How do you balance that with your kids? How do you – do they come out and visit?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, when they were littler, you know, when they're little, they're just like little accessories. And yeah. I have an incredible husband who – Who's um, also an actor. Who's also an actor. And a writer. Gilder, Gilder Jackson. Yeah. <clears throat> he actually plays my husband on The Bold Type, right. which is super oh, fun. That's great. And he's that's my so real awesome. husband. Um, in any case, so when they were really little, they would just come – everywhere and do everything. Um, and if they couldn't come with Gildert because he was working, the nanny would bring them. Yeah. Now that they're older, you know, they have a life yeah. and they have a routine and they're teenagers. And so they don't want to spend their whole summer with me in right. Montreal. <laughs> they want to spend part of their summer with me and they do, but they also want to spend part of their summer with their friends. And so, you know, I think I always knew that I was, you know, we're gypsies. We just don't travel in covered wagons anymore. We right. travel on airplanes and, you know, and, and so that's kind of the life that I signed up for and it's the life they signed up for. And I, and I feel like we make it work and, and, you know, Gildert's the perfect partner in that. And, uh, it's not always easy and it's yeah. sometimes lonely. And for me, I think, I think it's easier for them when they stay home and they're just in their routine. I think it's harder for me when I'm off by myself in a place. And, you know, yeah. I I did buy a place there and I love it. And um, that does help because I'm kind of a nester, but it's hard. Yeah. It's not, it's not easy. It's not, it's not all glamorous and it's lonely. And, um, but I have now like a social life there. I have friends outside yeah, of work and that helps good. a lot to have yeah. friends that are, that are not part of work and that kind of thing.
1: But what happens when your kids are working? Like, do they have on location? I mean, are they have they gotten jobs away from like, how does that yeah, work?
2: Yeah, actually when I, um, pretty funny to be, um, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, nominated for an Emmy for transparent. And I went literally from the Emmys, the Emmy awards the next day I got on a plane with Rory to go to Ireland for five weeks <gasps> to sit around, twiddle my thumbs and be a stage mom no for way. five weeks. So straight from being,
1: you know, Emmy nominated a role for you in the movie. She you know, doing? what's
2: funny. They actually did feel, uh, I, I was like guys you really should like there was like a little part they should have let me do they didn't but I of course offered but they didn't in any case <laughs> in imagine? any case, they were like they were k- kicking themselves I think once they realized that, that reverse there was offer. like a silly yeah. thing it was like a reverse offer yeah but you know what it was incredible for our relationship for, for mine and, and Rory's relationship because to be with your daughter away she's doing her first movie um, and she turned 15 on that trip that's a pretty amazing time wow. for a mother-daughter and also to just really be there for her. That's all I was there for. I was just there to make sure her experience was good. And it was hard for me too, because I wasn't the director. I wasn't the acting coach. I wasn't anything. I was just mom. So I had to kind of step back and uh, and sort of, you know, trust, even though, you know, there were things that she, that I was, that I could have, you know... I would go over her lines with her, obviously, the night before, and we would talk about choices and stuff. But, you know, there was a director, and I had to just kind of be like – And she would look to me and look to me and look to me, and I finally had to kind of just go in the dressing room so that she would oh, wow. Interesting. focus on him.
1: What's you know? the movie called?
2: Oh, it's called uh, uh, I Kill Giants. It's really cute. It's really great. I love it. It's coming out. I love it. Yeah, it's out. Oh, okay. You can get it. You can watch it on um, – I forget where it is now. I mean, they had a, th- a small theatrical release, and now it's on – I don't know. Just Google it. Yeah, it's on it's either like, Amazon yeah. Or, yeah, it's on Hulu, it. or it's on Hulu or it's on one crazy. of
1: those. But what happens? It's really if, good. She's happens, great. If she's working away, you're working away. Gilder could be, I mean, ha, I mean, that hasn't
2: happened yet. That Why, hasn't happened the, yet that we're all in different locations. Um, but, uh, but you know, we have a great network of support between friends and family and people we could hire that we love that love us. You know, like we have amazing, I've surrounded myself with amazing people. You know, oh, I could call you and be like, I'd be in. I'm yeah. in. a Well, bag? that's what there, I'm saying. Yeah.
1: First class. <laughs> yeah. if I, I'm going to you need. You've been, per been di- a set sitter before. <laughs> i am going to set sitter. I need per diem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. No, no, like, no, I,
1: don't call him. No, no, I have a writer. Yes. Trust me. I, I know, know what I'm he doing. He would be so annoying.
0: annoying. He
1: probably has No, no. I would have been coaching, too. I'd have been like, uh, do you want to, excuse me, call, You're
0: not going to do it like that, are you?
1: I do that to Alyssa all the time. I'm like, are you gonna do it like that she's like <laughs> we would be on the set of charmed and i'd like literally be like uh hold on a second guys and i'd walk up to Alyssa because it was on for eight seasons so I, they knew me on the set and i'd go are you gonna do it like that and she's it's like terrible. oh i'm the worst yeah that's the best part of me it's like yeah that's the best, the best part, part is that i'm the worst i'm the worst
2: um, do you like Montreal? You're the po- you're the worst part of the podcast. She's the ever part, of right, the yes. ever that's like right. she'll go on
1: forever, and yeah. I'm just like <laughs> chime in the worst shit ever. Um, Montreal's least, that's fun. No,
2: um, it's really beautiful city. I Where's love it. I really like
1: skate, but where is it? It's in like Canada? in the middle. It's the
2: east coast of of Canada. You but know, not, it's as not as not far, far from Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, yeah. not okay. as far as Toronto. But right.
1: the show takes place the bold type, which mm-hmm. is on Freeform. Takes place in, in New, New York. York. That's so right. so. Do you do any location stuff in New York? Like, At the
2: end of every season, there's like a little New outside York day. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the um, girls
1: are really good on that show. Aren't they great? They're really it remind uh, uh, the show the the chemistry. Yeah, reminds me of sort of like a Charlie's Angels yeah. meets a Charmed. Yeah,
2: I always call them my angels. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> and and the writing is really good. It's very. I I was shocked to because I.
2: That was the Sorry, dog guys. Dog. Just so you We're, know, that, what, that was, that was not a lot. No, and to it. it was not me the, and, oh, I was, and it's still going.
1: It's fine. He's fine. Um, <laughs> I was shocked. It's got a lot of adult content. Yeah. So, cause I assume Freeform, ABC, Disney. No,
0: no, no. Their shows are, are definitely geared more towards millennials now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I really, I've worked with Katie Stevens oh, before yeah. we did, a. A musical version of Cruel Intentions.
2: Here in LA. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's great Yeah, because you have fun. a gorgeous voice too, by well, the way Why don't, don't we a, talk about your
1: p- It's not like beautiful yours, Melora well,
0: No, it's not
2: It's not
1: <laughs> No, it's not I,
2: I, I agree
0: She's it's got not.
1: It's like a piercing a little
0: No, okay I don't know about that I, I, mean, <laughs> I think you have a, a great it's probably voice probably like a
2: little gravelly these days mm. yeah, Because I, mean, I don't sleep not, much
1: She's an you alto Yeah,
2: of course Gone from an alto to a
0: baritone
1: Yeah
2: But it'll get back You have not gone to a baritone No, um Are you an alto? She's
1: for sure an alto Yeah Yeah
2: yeah, no, I love your voice. Oh, That's like well, a bar. Yeah, it's a- um, <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. That's not true.
1: Nah, Everyone mean, not can listen to it. You're
2: going to sing on the show at some point, right? On the uh, podcast. Oh, probably not.
1: No, we don't have but song night. Just a night. little bit? Like, why don't we,
2: we could do one right now. Let's no, do no. a little duet.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear this. I was, uh, I was screaming all week, giving birth on television. Oh, can you believe nice. that? Yeah, well, oh, okay. it will eventually be on television.
2: Okay. Um, I don't know. R- can Wines I just show. say, can I say something? Sure. I don't like that. Giving but birth they, on television? I don't like that that's the way they portray birth. On television. Because can I tell you, I wasn't screaming when I gave birth. I had two home births, ladies and gentlemen. I I had no drugs. We wanna talk about I did not scream in either of my birth! Did us. I scream? Us. I did not scream. That is not a thing women do. You, were, you, I, you did, grunt. You, not, yeah, you yeah, grunt. Yeah, yeah. And you and make you, working noises. You you're those. fucking working. Oh. They call it. They, yeah.
0: Thank well, you. Thank you, you a lot. Yeah, I, exactly. Exactly. I, was I was doing. I was yes. doing a lot of sighing and a lot of breathing and a lot of oh, like exactly. deep moans. They don't
2: call it labor for nothing. It is labor. It's hard. It work. written ah, and yeah. they were like, you need to
0: make the screams longer. Is what they kept telling me. Make it like, and then I would get line readings of like, ah, ah like I was falling off a cliff. I was like, oh.
2: okay. But Did you tell them? That's oh, not it was the, a whole I've thing. I've had two babies well, and that's Laura, not the you, way I mean, it goes. We just
1: talked about it. It's a, I'm See, not here. That's
2: what I like about being more famous. Yes. You is get I can, to control. I can say no to those things. Yeah, now, if someone says to me, you know, can you scream when you're having a birth scene? I'll be like, guys, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do it the way it really is. Right. That feels authentic to me. That feels authentic to my experience. Because guess what? Every woman I know who's ever had a baby is not going... That doesn't, right. it's not the way we do it. I right. hope you
1: have
0: to give birth on a million little things so that you can walk in there and be like, listen, I know I'm just guesting here, but I'm not doing it this way. I don't
1: think her character's you know going to be giving birth. No, I
0: don't think so um. either. I
2: think my character's beyond that. I don't think I'll be giving birth anymore on television yeah. or film. Aren't you lucky? So I'm beyond that, um, or in life for that matter. Um, but uh, no, no, no. I, uh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your home births. Uh, because I
0: know you had two home births.
2: I did. Which Beautiful. I crack
1: up every time you talk about this because I'm. I'm I'm going, why would you do that?
2: (laughs) Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that?
1: Oh, this one. If you only knew this one, she, got she, I, you know, I broke into her first birth. She literally (laughs) said to me, she texts, she goes, I guess what I'm going to labor. I'll go. Okay, I'm on my way. You know, and she's like, "No, no, no, no." I'm like,
0: "No, no, no. Like the water broke, but I'm not even contracting yet. Don't I com- have an and don't infection, come. so they just want to make sure everything's cool. Like nothing's even happening." Huh. He's like, "I'll be there in 20." I'm like, "No! That's <laughs> not a th- this is <laughs> not what I You're no, not invited. Sh- not invited.
1: Private floor literally best friends with the nurses walk in. Like, like, who let you in here?
0: Where's the security? I was like, I found
1: the back door. I literally (laughs) did find the back elevator and back door and was like, Hey guys, I'm here for Christine Lakin. They're like, Oh, okay. And I was like, you guys need Starbucks. What what can I get for you? And they're like, come on in. Next thing you know, she's like, what are you doing here?
2: That's how you did it. You bought them all Starbucks. hundred percent. I see you. You buttered them
1: up. She got the best treatment ever. But the point is, (laughs) the point is she, she wanted to do the whole natural thing, no epidural, which I was yeah, like. Yeah,
2: good, Christine. I good. love that right. about I, tried. You. I really she tried. Sure, she tried. You know what? Trying is worth it. <laughs> trying is I worth it. I looked
1: at her and I go. Didn't work out. You got like two centimeters before you have to get that epidural, so I suggest you make that decision real quick. And like as she's hovering over a giant ball, sc- not screaming, but moaning, and her husband's rubbing her back and looking at me like, Help you know, like, <laughs> what how, I he's doing? like, no, no, no. I'm like going. Make that decision. She's like, okay. And so she got the epidural. She started bawling. Poor thing started bawling, crying because she was so disappointed in herself. Oh, that's but I was not, like, you can't. That's not cool. Second birth, she's like, oh no, we're starting with the epidural. <laughs> I
2: was like, I, I, I know what this is going to
0: be like now. Let's just let's just do this. Let's just get this baby. But out.
1: you did like a pool birth, right? Like a
2: well, Piper was born in water, and yeah. Rory, I labored in water some, but I actually had her on the living room floor. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. So what? But I'll tell you, you
2: know, during it all, I have to tell you right about that point that you said to her, you better get the epidural. I did say to my midwife, I can see why at this point, if you have the option, you would take it. Um, And I was, that was part of why I wanted to have a home birth. I didn't want the option. I didn't want to be able to have that option. I just know, of course you would take it. It's very, very challenging what you're doing with your body in that moment. So, yeah. especially if you have a cervix, it's like a lemon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> party of one right here.
1: Yeah, he had to. <laughs> what pri- do you mean, like oh, a lemon? The doctor had to pry. Her, her cervix, it was your cervix With
0: his gorilla hand.
1: Was, yeah.
2: What's the wrong? It wasn't, it was not it open. open. Why? I don't know. That's
0: bizarre. It he just, asked me if I had ever had cryogenics and I was like, do you mean like when you go into those fat chambers <laughs> and you, they freeze your fat? He's like, no, I mean, did you ever have like an abnormal pap or something that had to be like uh-huh. something that had to be frozen? I said, no. It's like, I've never seen this before, but they do say a lot of women who have been dancers or gymnasts or ice skaters uh-huh, uh-huh. have a very um, strong pelvic floor. Uh-huh. sometimes, but I don't think that ever... You were
2: a dancer for years. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have that issue. No, I think no. It's, a I a long, super, I it's a mental thing, But I had a long, super... It's a mental It's a mental thing. Yeah, I think Maybe. you feel
1: like... And I, your yeah. body's like going, okay, you were prepared to... Like, you had this... You and your fucking home births. I'm like going... <laughs> I just think about going, it's crazy. Because just watching... I mean, I, I am did. a professional doula. And... <laughs> I just can't imagine like squatting in a pool and like, a, you know, poor you Gildert. Know,
2: was great. It was fantastic.
1: He loved Rory
2: it. watched Piper come wow. out of my body she got herself the perfect spot she just situated herself she spent the whole 45 minutes she slept through most of my labor and then she spent the 45 minutes that she was awake bringing all her toys out and putting them around the birthing
1: tub how oh old God, was she?
2: she was three and a half
1: oh wow oh, yeah.
2: They, so she put all of her toys around the birthing tub and then she po- positioned herself perfectly so that she could watch Piper come out and, and, then, and then there was a little balloon that had sort of deflated but you know it was a healing balloon but not completely so it was sort of floating in the pool and between contractions she and i would pass the balloon back and forth so she felt like she was really part of it all and then when i would have a contraction she would know i was like focusing and i'd have to focus and then she just piper came out in water she came out she fast whereas rory was a very slow burr sucking her thumb coming down just like just would not i did four hours of pushing with her 45 minutes of pushing with piper piper just popped out you used wow. the same
1: midwife both times?
2: I had the same midwife, but I had a doula the first time and no doula the second time. Gildert was my doula the second time. Yeah. yeah. like I Gildert know was, what you're doing. It's... Yeah. Gildert was amazing.
1: Yeah. My second time. It was, time was better with without a doula, yeah. actually,
2: because my doula stalled me for a good 13 hours.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Because she told me I was progressing beautifully. And then she said, you know, I might have to leave for just a few minutes to check on another client down the hill, but I'll be back. Oh, we and don't my body, book when it my comes body to went arts. into fight or flight no. for 12 and a half hour. No. Oh, no. oh God.
1: Don't say oh. the diligence. Twelve and a half hours I stalled at
2: six centimeters. Did not move. My body oh. was like, took that long to feel safe again to continue. So Piper Rory was just like, Okay, I'll just suck my thumb and hang out here until you're ready, Mom. Oh my
0: God.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Can but you imagine? see, that would have been a, no. a moment
2: in the hospital that right. they would have given me Pitocin, they would have probably had a wanted to have a C section. It would have turned into a whole other thing. Right. And uh, you know.
1: Well she I'm, had natural so. she was quick on both. Once you start pushing. Once
2: I started pushing, they well, were quick. she had a good doula that didn't say I might have to leave for a few minutes. <laughs> that was me. So that was no, you. No, I was like,
0: please leave for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But um, I'm bummed. Wow, Um, she gets one in.
0: Very good, very good. So I want to go back in your career uh, because I think there's there's a lot of roles you've had. You've had so many roles. I mean, if you look up Melora Hardin's Wikipedia, IMDb, the list goes on. You've got to scroll several, several times. Um, You've worked so much. And there's so many roles that you have had that I don't think people know you've had. For instance – Dirty Dancing, the TV show. Go yes. ahead. They put Baby in a corner, and that
2: was you. That's right. I you, was. I was Baby. I didn't even
1: know they had Dirty Dancing, the TV series.
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, we did only six episodes. But
1: what network was that?
2: And uh, uh, CBS. CBS. Yeah, CBS. That's incredible. <laughs> six episodes. Who was the um, the Patrick, Patrick Cassidy? Oh, oh Patrick interesting. Cassidy. Yes. And did you have to dance and stuff for the audition was that? And he part actually of it? met his wife through that show because Constance Marie was um uh, was on the show and she, her her very good friend was Melissa who he ended up marrying. Oh wow. A few years later. Oh that's cool. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> even
1: um, even earlier than that, you were you did one of my favorite shows. What's that? Different Strokes.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right.
1: You and different. when I was 12 <laughs> yeah. and
2: at both of those shows Dirty Dancing and Different Strokes I had to pretend I couldn't dance both of those shows in that one, Todd Bridges was teaching me to dance and in Dirty Dancing you know baby doesn't know how to dance Well so. i heard about your Todd
1: Bridges story <laughs>
2: Yeah well you know
1: I mean what you talking about Willis <laughs> yeah. Like I would have been, I mean do you want I mean, I mean come
2: on we all saw that coming right right I mean he's a he's a mess
1: He's a hot mess he's but a still mess. I mean Christine What's obviously. was story she had her me too moment with Todd Bridges. Yeah, she, they were both young. They were okay. both young. I don't so really a,
2: consider it a me too movement. I, a moment. I will say I, I, I'm a full, I'm a full uh, advocate of the me too movement, but I, I don't consider this a me too mo- moment because, um, because I don't, I just don't because, uh, because he, was you know, like yeah, he, he closed, he was 14. I was 12. He closed his dressing room door, turned out the light jumped on top of me on his dressing room thing and stuck oh his God. tongue down my throat. Ew. I pushed him off, jumped up, and ran out.
1: And, but you had to have said, but you not know my wills.
2: I, <laughs> I don't think I said that. I don't think I said that. No, you know I would have. But, like, you, know but you know what? what? <laughs> I wish I had thought of that because that would have been better than yeah. what I did.
1: Well, That's yeah. terrifying. And then she goes back on set and works. And of course, she's a genius. I mean, Melora I mean, you... When it comes... To, you, you were very serious about your craft you were saying earlier you were very <laughs> i was always intimidated like i would never get up i would avoid getting up doing an improv with you because i was like oh my god this is gonna be too much oh <laughs> like, really I mean, would yes. you know you you used to love improvising i would me. be
0: like oh diane's out this week oh melora's teaching. she's gonna be really hard on us because you would come <laughs> in, in and teach heart? for your mom sometimes i
1: was like melora she don't play around it's yeah really. i didn't
0: believe that <laughs> yeah i want you to do that i didn't believe any of that That's God, he would be I like, "Oh no, oh, fucking Melora!" Or when Jerry came in, when your dad. Oh, Jerry! I would be like, "I'm sick." The I'm worst. He's like the hardest <sighs> of all the hard oh, asses
2: I have done some some uh, master classes. I've taught some master classes. Oh, I bet. Because I had a singing show for a while that I you came didn't you come and see that? At, at, it's in a grill. Um. No. No, it was at the Catalina jazz. Catalina yeah. I saw, I saw yeah. Your,
1: your cabaret. Yeah. yeah. You saw yeah. that. And yeah.
2: then I took that around sort of to places and I would do a masterclass, um, usually before or after oh, at cool. the theater. And, um,
1: have you heard of masterclass.com? matriclass.com? The,
2: uh, what
1: it masterclass.com no what's up so for $180 a year yeah subscription you get a masterclass from professionals like you mm-hmm. like you can get Martha Stewart or or Any
0: Leibovitz
1: yeah Any Leibovitz to teach you a photo class you could get um uh trying
0: to remember who else is There's a it. famous really basketball
1: player who teaches you to play basketball whatever, whatever whatever thing that you're interested in they yeah. they it's an online masterclass Wow, it's really interesting. Actually, cool. I think it's a good gift.
2: Yeah, is yeah, a good gift. It sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah, anyway, I would do. Usually, I would do song cl- I would do yeah. like how to, you know, how to present a song. Being that I was had just done my performance the night before. Did you ever do night. this
1: somewhere? That's green. You've got to revive um,
2: that. I don't think that was if in you, my show. If you ever
1: do a cabaret again, you need oh, to. Okay. You need to put that in there. I'm oh, telling you. All
2: right.
1: It's genius. Laura. I love that
2: song. It's a beautiful
1: song. Yeah. It's genius the way she does it. <laughs>
2: I have to Well, also, now you've set the bar so high. <laughs> I have to go back and remember how I did it when I was thirteen.
1: I know. <laughs> you weren't thirteen, girl. <laughs> I was like seventeen,
2: right? I wasn't much older. I was like seventeen.
1: No, you were not. You were in your twenties. You were still I was? yes. You were I think you were engaged to Gildert at the
2: no, time. No, I was not. Well, you
1: guys were on I and I was off. dating yeah. Gildert. I to, yeah, 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 I
2: met him 32 years ago. Yeah. God, it's crazy. So we were dating on and off, yes. Um, no,
1: it was you were older.
2: I have to talk about some other roles <laughs> <were> that.
0: <laughs> I've talked about some other roles that you've had. Because, um, you know, as we say, like so many times you get cast in something, either the show doesn't go or you get recast. And you've had a couple of famous roles yes. that unfortunately ended up getting recast for various reasons. One of my favorite movies of all time, back to the future.
2: Yeah.
0: You were so, cast opposite Eric Stoltz when I he was. had the role.
2: That's right. That's right. And yep. then he had to drop out. Why? Well, or he got replaced. Yes. Did you film anything? We did some photos, some, uh, we did some like publicity stuff, pictures of us that was going to be like, like gallery shoots. Sets. Yeah. Gallery shoots and oh stuff. Gosh. It was- Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a sad moment. I'm sure there's somebody online who did a, uh, a really cool, um, back to back to the future comic book. Which um, I contacted them, and then and it's all about because Bob Gale and Bob Zemeckis had to call Mm -hmm. me at home and base, and Bob Gale basically says it's one of the hardest moments in his life um, to have to tell me that I was uh, too tall for Michael J. Fox, and so they had to replace me. Now here's what's really fascinating: you guys are going to get a little scoop that nobody knows about yet, which is that there's (laughs) there's a book coming out soon about Back to the Future, and the guy interviewed me, and he said, you know that. You know that uh, Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gill had no problem with you being taller than Michael J. Fox. It was the female executives that thought it emasculated their star to have a girlfriend taller than him. Now, I feel really good about that because I feel like that was in 1985 that we were making that movie. And... We're in 2019, 2018, when I did the interview with the guy last year. We've come a long way, baby.
1: Oh, 100%. Like, that's what I yeah. want to say.
2: You know, I don't think a female executive, and I really feel for the female executives because I feel that they felt that that was their, you know, and I, I've had to really take a look at this. Like, you know, how have I been shaped? You know, I'm 51 years old, so I grew up in this very male-dominated Perception of things. And though I did not have, I did not have anyone like jumping on me or, you know, uh, raping me or, or attacking me or molesting me. Um, I also will say that part of it is that like, I remember meeting Harvey Weinstein when I was 20 something. And I remember him perusing me up and down. And I remember him basically deciding in that moment that I was invisible because he probably could feel that I didn't want fame over my craft. And mm-hmm. if you want fame bad enough, right. right mm-hmm. You can manipulate somebody. Now I'm not saying I'm not making the, the victim, the, the, the victim a- at, at fault, no, but no, I no. am saying when you are weak somewhere, a bully, a predator will, right. f- will feel that find weakness. Those. will find that hole. will find that door and will come in and we'll take those people that, that they can win with. They don't pick people that they can't manipulate.
1: Right. Which takes me to the story with Oliver Stone.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I wish I'd been. You know, I I think I handled it okay, but I but I wish I'd been a little. I'd been a little like. I wish I'd been. Well, Well, I I, you know what? I don't wish I'd been anything. It's just that I could do it now. I I couldn't do it then. I couldn't. And
1: you should explain the story. But your comeback was perfect at that party when you re met him. Yeah, that was because you let him know. Yeah, I did, and he knew already.
2: Yeah, he knew already. That's why he asked the question. I do want to hear the story.
1: This episode of Worst Ever Podcast is sponsored by EveryPlate.com. With EveryPlate.com, you can experience full plates and fuller wallets. That's correct, people. Fuller wallets. Cha-ching, ching With America's best value meal kit. Mm-hmm, I know. You're probably skeptical, thinking these meal kits are very expensive. I was too, but then I got my box, and I have to tell you, I'm convinced you can get the same deliciousness now at a much lower price much lower you got to just think of it this way all right just hear me out one meal is the same price as a cup of coffee that's correct and i go to starbucks and now that i'm thinking about it my starbucks my coffee is probably twice the amount as one meal Mm -hmm. and every plate is easy to follow recipes and it takes the stress out of dinner time who's got time to be stressed And recipes come together in 30 minutes or less. So that's definitely, let's say, faster than going to the grocery store because you can imagine the drive, the traffic, the parking, the checkout lines, the coupons, the yada, yada. And what happens when you're at the grocery store? I know what happens to me is I overbuy, I overspend, and a lot of that food ends up going to waste and I just have to throw it away. You're not going to have that issue with everyplate.com because – it take it, it it does the planning it does the shopping it does the prepping for you it takes the time consuming guesswork out of cooking and i love that so i get my box it's perfectly packaged the veggies the meats the pastas the sauces the herbs it's all there and it's an easy to follow recipe because what i did was laid it out, I turned on my music, I chopped and I boiled and I pan fried and I made this delicious linguine dish which I um, shared with my friend and I turned out, she thought I was like some sort of gourmet chef and all in, my, in my head all I could think about was like, this was so inexpensive and she has no idea. But now I'm sharing it with the world. I'm sharing it with you guys and as a podcast listener, you can receive free shipping off your first delivery making the cost of your box Around 20 bucks. That's right. $20 for six free meals across your first three weeks and free shipping on your first delivery. Go to everyplate.com and enter code word worst W O R S T and the number six. That's everyplate.com and enter worst six. I'm going to tell you one more time. Get on your computers and start ordering now. Everyplate.com, enter code WORST6, W-O-R-S-T 6. I'm going to say this to you and listen to me. You're going to get 18 full meals for $3.33 a piece if you order the two-person plan, and or you can just get 36 full meals for $4.16 a piece for the four-person plan. I'm begging you to try this out. It's so good. Everyplate.com, enter code worst Six W O R S T six. Thank you, every plate. <clears throat> My mouth is watering. So, wait, you have to tell Christine about the Oliver Stone story.
2: Okay, so well, I, I auditioned for him twice, um, uh, once for Wall Street when I was about 17 or something, and once for um, uh, the doors. Yes, and the Wall Street one. I walked in and he probably had already, you know, seen Daryl Hannah and chosen her because he, I walked in and he was like, hi. And he just was flipping through, you know, looking at my resume, like, go ahead. And he just never looked up once. And, uh, it was this whole, it was the whole, like, it's like a monologue that she has. I can't even remember, you know, the movie, but it was like a monologue where you're standing there and I, can't do that. I remember just sort of, plopping my hands on the desk at one point because it it had that in the,
1: on his desk. Yeah. On
2: his desk. Like, go ahead. Like, yeah. And he like kind of looked up and then, you know, and then sat back and sort of gave me a little attention. It was basically the end of the thing. And he was like, okay, thanks. And I left. Um, but the Doors audition was, you know, it was basically the scene where they're in bed and the woman just has to be making orgasmic sounds the whole scene. That's the scene. The scene is like, I don't even remember, but I just remember thinking when I was reading it, like, this is just so fucked up. And I thought, OK, well, this is the scene they're going to give me. Then I'm going to go in there and I'm gonna, like, I'm going to just have a full on orgasm. Like, like, on the, like, I was just like, I go 110%. Talk about, talk, I'm a serious actor. Exactly, talk about commitment. You know, yeah. I'm like of all you, the
1: scenes they picked. Oh,
2: it was just so obnoxious. Right. And they had a reader there who was reading with the girls with all the girls. And, um, at the end of the scene, he's like, yeah, yeah, you two sit down. And we sat down and, uh, <laughs> and he starts talking to the guy. The guy's the reader. The reader. And he's basically giving him direction. He's like, so I kind of think when you, uh, when you do the scene, you should, uh, you know. And he's like giving him all this stupid stuff. And he says, I don't even think he says anything to me. Let's try it again. And I'm like, okay. really? We're going to try it again? we have to do it again? You <laughs> know, like, and I think I just gave you a really good orgasm. I don't think I need to do it again. But uh, we did it again. And, um, and then I saw him at a party probably 10 years later, 15 years later, and, uh, it was a very small party, intimate party. And he, you know, was introduced to me by the, by the hostess. And he said, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I've met you before. I said, oh yeah, you've met me. I've read for you a couple of times. And he's like, oh yeah. Was I an asshole? I said, you were totally an asshole. And he said, he said, Oh, and he blushed from like head to toe. And he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, just don't ever do that to anybody again. Cause it was really unpleasant.
1: I love that.
2: Awesome. And I walked away. And then at the end of the party, we were all leaving and he was leaving. And he was like, he was like, bye. And I was like, bye.
1: Damn, wow. Gina.
2: Damn, Gina.
1: Speaking of auditions real quick, Melora, the room, the, the, the waiting room. Mm-hmm. Wh- who was your competition? Like who would you always run into? That's like famous or
2: right. Well, Laura Dern and I were, were 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 up against each other a lot and she's fabulous. Um, and sometimes Helen, Helen Hunt and I too would see each other. Yeah, I can see that. And, um, who else was in that circle? I mean, Brenda Strong was Brenda Strong and I used to be, and we're friends and I've been friends with all these ladies. They're wonderful. Um, yeah. I think that's, I mean, as far as the people that have gone on and succeeded, yeah, yeah, yeah. there were a lot, there were other women, to, young ladies it's or so girls di- too. It's
1: so different now, obviously. Uh, obviously you're not auditioning as I mean, I'm sure if there's like a major, major motion picture, they might have you come in and meet the director. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. If there's, yeah. And if there's something that's very, right. you know, different right. that they've never ever seen me do, you know.
1: Um. But like, I think. Nowadays I I think actors don't get that ex- same experience a lot of it's on tape now from mm, home they're oh, not getting that same experience right. as really. we did in that whole, sitting in that, like, room. Sitting in that yeah. room seeing all yeah.
2: the people your competition yeah i was so excited one of the things
0: i was so excited about when i directed my episode of the goldbergs was that oh i'm gonna be able to sit with the actors who are gonna come on to co-star and guest star and i'm so excited to sit in the audition i love that process yeah, so fun and to be able to give notes and to you know to just to be with the actors and yeah. also give them a pleasant auditioning experience exactly and <laughs> we were in our tone meeting and um and they just—they very rarely do auditions that way for that show. Really, they have people either self-tape
2: uh-huh. and they
0: just send in the tapes, and you pick from tapes, um, or they have people that they just oh let's let's give it to so and so. Oh, we know this person because they have so many comedians and and friends of the show, and right. that I was like, oh man, <laughs> that was one of the things I was all so excited oh, I, about. Yeah. Well, the, the
1: show that I'm working on now with Alyssa, yeah. Like I'm looking at all the reels now. It didn't to even cast.
0: tape auditions. You're just looking at She was
1: like, and Elizabeth goes, well, I want to see them read. And I go, well, it's the presentation. So we're obviously going to recast. And that's when we'll do that. But you know, budget wise, we're not going to be
2: right. holding yeah.
1: multiple auditions, but it's so interesting. It's so interesting to be on this side of it and go, yeah, I like her, but you know, and I'm going like, right. I just got a note just a few minutes ago, like this person's not available. What do you think of this person? You know, I'm like, oh, great, right. you know, whatever. But it's. It's fascinating being on this side. And speaking of this side, you're doing a documentary.
2: I am. I'm directing a documentary. Yeah, oh, but wow. I, but I also remember when I was made our movie Gilder yes. and I made a movie together yes. called You, and I remember that also being on that side. It was my first yeah. time directing, um, and I was sitting on that other side, as you said. And it's fascinating how how really good actors can come through, but they're just not right for the part. I know. And uh, there was it was really between two guys for one of our leads in, in the movie, and uh, I called the other like I, I wanted to re- you know reach out to him because he was so good. He was just too much of a man to play opposite who we had, who was Allison it's- Mack.
1: Oh. oh. Talk about that in a second. <laughs> it oh, always comes back to Allison Mac. Our does. world always comes back so to sad. Alice and Mac. It's not sad, it's reality, and we're gonna talk about it.
2: <laughs> okay. What year was you? Uh two thousand and nine? Okay.
1: So everyone, everyone right? we can find that um, still, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get it. You yeah. have to see it. It's And you get to see Allison, because we talk about Allison she's all the time. She's so right?
2: wonderful She's in the such movie. an amazing yeah, actress. She's we talk wonderful about her, we in the movie. wonderful yeah. things about her. And she's her. a wonderful person. I mean, she's like this... I, I loved... My mother managed her Of course. from the time she was eight she's years old. She's a prodigy of Diane Hill. She's wonderful... She one of our, she's one of us. She's one of us. She's yeah. a wonderful...
1: But we have we She's talk we talk about her all the time. A,
2: a lovely person with comes from a lovely family we like, want
1: her on the podcast i got her mother's number i told and i found her mother's address i wanted to go knock on the door
2: they're so sweet that family Christine they're won't su- let me well, I just I said, maybe should give should Yeah. I think maybe give it a minute. Yeah. <laughs> give it a, a minute, honey. More pressing She's issues.
0: It's like you, you know, breaking into the the jail cell. I
2: think it's, we're just going to just calm down. She might need to start working with Chad. Yeah. I think she right. needs. that would be a good so, way to bring Chad in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think she should just come clean on this podcast. Well, Cause you're
2: a doula and also yeah, an expert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you did that
0: movie, uh, I don't think she was as far deep. I think she was,
1: was she in Smallville at the time when you did the movie? She was
2: doing Smallville. Okay. I think she'd probably started some of the, NXIVM. she had a very strange boyfriend at that time. Who oh, it was the rock and roll oh, guy. The rock and roll- no, he was an artist. I think. Oh, okay. Oh. So maybe it was, hmm, maybe we made the movie a little earlier than that. I could be wrong. It could be 2000. I thought it was 2009, but it could be wrong. It might be more like 2005. Wait yeah. a minute. Let me think about it. Rory was born in 2001. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it was more like than one, two, three, four. Yeah, because she was four. It was two thousand five that I wow. did it. Oh yeah. So okay. she was on Smallville, but she had a boyfriend who was an artist who seemed to be kind of mooching off of her. As well, far she as I tended could tell. to.
1: We always disagreed with her boyfriends.
2: Yeah, didn't go well when you would. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: But she, I she mean, have you been reading the articles and stuff?
2: Not lately. My mom sends me stuff.
1: I mean – I don't really
2: keep up. What's What's going on now? What's the update?
1: Well, now they're saying – the latest article that I saw is now they're saying that the judge is – what's the word? Possibly
0: denying, denying the, the defense fund? fund.
1: Because it's coming from someone who might be also being – pr- Indicted for these
0: same charges. Because
1: they have this unlimited amount of money that's helping them out because they're part of that whole cult.
0: Oh, her and the guy? Well, the, there's two women who are also involved. Um, from the Seagrams from family. From the Seagrams family. And so they're like oh, socialites right. that have a lot of family money. Like billions. Claire Bronfman and her sister. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so uh-huh. they've been the ones sort of bolstering the defense fund all these years. So when anyone would come out and say something negative against Nexium or Jeunesse, they would basically go after the, that person to a degree of just filing multiple, multiple, multiple lawsuits.
1: Very much like the Scientology.
0: And uh. basically, like almost bankrupting people because they had to defend themselves, even if the lawsuits were. B.S. Right? So they've done allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) Not people have come out and told their stories, but But allegedly, but allegedly, Mm -hmm. allegedly, this is what they've done. So Mm -hmm. because of all these defense funds, you know, I guess that's who has been, you know.
1: But she's like ankle monitor. She's got like ankle bracelet. She's she has to fly back and forth for all
0: strange. Well, set of circumstances.
1: Well, what's killing me is like why she's not. Folding and like,
0: maybe she is. We don't know. We oh, maybe she insides. is. We don't
1: know. I mean, I want to go to the court. I want to go to the trial.
0: I'm obsessed. <laughs> Do you remember when he was going, like, guys, the have to go to OJ? Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah, I got the whole acting class.
1: <laughs> I got into the trial, Malora. I'm not a moron. You got
0: in? Yes. It was a lottery system. It was a they lottery was like system.
1: So I, I had the idea of like selling t
0: shirts um, and hot dogs outside. No, no,
1: no. I had the idea of like, it was me, Patrick Day, <laughs> chat, all of us. Remember Christian, who was like a Chippendale, curly, black hair? Oh, yeah a yeah.
0: Chippendale.
1: He was a Chippendale. Yeah,
0: he's in the wrong class.
2: <laughs> he you? was. a, chip- yeah, a bro- he
1: He because he lived with me and Patrick Day and all the and oh. Donnie Jeffcoat and everybody. Oh, yeah, Donnie. Oh, my God. I saw Donnie Jeffcoat in New Orleans a couple years ago. He was really? on vacation. I was on vacation. Yeah, he's teaching like jazz dojo. He was, he's a Dojo or whatever.
2: What? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, a dojo. we have to have a reunion. Okay. So, <laughs> no, Christian. We really do. We need to do. You know what we need to do? We need to just get together and do some mirrors.
1: Oh. Yes.
0: Mirror and exercises. Some, and some
2: machines. And uh, some machines. machines. Oh, my God. Oh. oh my favorite. Diamond so, mirror and then And then maybe some entrances and exits, and no, we'll he, be good. I would love it.
1: He used to rehearse. He, his song was fire. Fire. You know that song? Yes. But he was a dressed in a fireman's outfit, so he would rehearse in the house. And Wait, he would, his Chippendale oh. song was fire? Yes, his Chippendale song was fire. Oh, my fire. God. He would rehearse in the house, and he would be like, he'd go... He,
0: Getting, we're getting visuals uh, right yeah. now, guys. He so would, people, he oh, would, I want the whole – I wish would, I was video through the this.
1: Through the acting class, he learned sense memory, right? Yeah. So he would rehearse it with sense memory like going – he would go, okay, I'm going to grab the hose. And he would talk himself through it as he would be like fire and feel the heat and feel the heat and grab the hose.
2: He's grabbing fire, the hose. He's lifting the hose. I feel the He's heat, doing a little move heat, like feel with his heat.
1: hips anyway, Patrick and May holding and I, the hose. We would die <laughs> – we would fucking die laughing, going, <laughs> "This guy <laughs> is a complete moron," and we're living with him because we're all struggling actors. We're, me, Donnie, Jeffco, Patrick, Day, uh, two, Darcy, uh, like just crazy. Everyone's struggling actors, or whatever. Anyway, I'm obsessed with trials, so I told Christine, <laughs> I, I, I told this poor kid. What time is it by the way? Oh, um, I just need
0: to know.
2: Eleven forty-seven.
1: Oh, okay. What time did it to be? One? Well,
2: uh, no, I I was going to meet somebody for lunch down the oh. hill. Oh, well, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. So just like, yeah, yeah. if yeah. I like could- we'll oh, Yeah,
1: yeah, All right, it's fine. Whatever 10 lunch. 10 or 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I'm obsessed with trials, so I want to go see the Allison Mack trial. Okay. <sighs> God. Plus, I want to like go, hey, I'm here. You know, right, see if right. she remembers me. Yes, yes. I mean- Yeah. It's horrible.
2: I think that, yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel very well, sad. Well, she's obviously was- Fully brainwashed.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Because we yeah. knew
2: her when, yes. Exactly. And, and she was fully brainwashed guys. I mean, brainwashing is a real thing. Yeah. I'm not saying yes. it doesn't make you guilty of whatever you did when you were brainwashed, but brainwashing is brainwashing. Well, and as you said, I mean, earlier- that guy is like, you listen, just watched that one thing that I know is on YouTube with the two of them where she cries and oh, says like, I want that.
1: I said, that's and Diane I, Harden. It, well, that's acting.
2: No, no, no. I didn't feel like she was acting. I actually felt like he, if you listen to him and you've done as much therapy and life coaching as I've done, the guy says nothing. He's saying nothing. nothing. He there's never nothing says substance. anything. He just talks in this way that sounds very eloquent and very calming and clear. And he's saying absolutely nothing that has any meaning. And she is absolutely... I don't think she's acting. I think she is well, absolutely sucked in. There's a
1: moment where she wipes the tears she goes, I don't know why I'm crying. You
2: but know? she's not faking it a mm. She's All totally... Right. She's totally suckered. She's suckered. She really feels like this is genius. And I'm telling you if you just listen to it with for one second, right, the guy literally it. says nothing. He says nothing. It's unbelievable what he's what he's doing.
1: Has your mom talked to his her parents at all?
2: I think I think she's reached out. I don't think. I don't think Ooh. anyone I don't think anyone's calling yeah, back.
1: Yeah. Mm. That's why we need to go knock on the door.
0: We're here for you. I feel bad. Allison Mack, if you're listening, Sorry. come yeah. on the show. Let's
1: talk about it. Yeah. We'll get you a legal fund through a uh, Venmo or a um, uh,
0: – Oh, a GoFundMe? A GoFundMe. How's that working out for your team? It's not great.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> How much money story. have you made for your teeth? Like three hundred bucks. You guys, Gofundme <laughs> dot com backslash Alaz New Grill. A L A A S N E W G R I On a banister. It's a what? whole thing. Tooth. How yeah. did you
0: do
2: that?
1: I fell down I mean I was carrying laundry and fell down the stairs or up the stairs and <laughs> I tripped on the I tripped on the stairs.
2: I I fell, up the, fell up the stairs and landed stair. on a
1: banister, <laughs> and not, yes, knocked out anyway, three teeth. Oh, yeah, honey. you can go to my GoFundMe. I will. dot com.
2: I will. I'll just give you twenty bucks here before no, I leave. No, go. it's got to
1: be at least fifty. <laughs> Why? <Come on>, <laughs>
2: 20 you, bucks. you
1: every little bit counts. You're on every show in America. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> right. Wait, so I want to. I know, before we get that, I love, we, that. I love how go, everybody thinks want,
2: that that means that you're like sober. So I don't I care,
1: Tesla driving lady. Um, <laughs> you know what? I get some toys. I know. So, a new house in Montreal, new house in California, um, whatever. Private chat. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Private chat. Private
2: chat.
0: Wait, I, I, I just want to point out, though, you were nominated for an Emmy. I know, is that cool?
2: That is so cool. Who dressed cool. you? An amazing stylist. I can't uh, remember. I can't remember. Name. It's all right. What is is her just, her name? I'm just wondering. She was so good.
1: I know, but like, the, we're, that we're that like, dress people was like so trying beautiful. to get yeah. But yeah. here's
2: the problem with the dress. What happened? We didn't test the dress, Ugh. which had to be, which was like totally rebuilt, right? Basically, uh-huh. they yeah. re- rebuild these dresses to make them just fit you like a glove. Right. So I'm there at the Emmys and I go to the bathroom. Stop it. I cannot lift the dress over my hips. <gasps> to go to the bathroom. Oh no. And it has a corset inside of a zipper inside of a, and it is like, it's a, this is like a three man job to get this dress on me and I cannot get it up over my hips to go pee. So I literally had to go out and get my, my co-star on Transparent Amy Landecker. We've now had two bathroom award show uh, dramas that (laughs) that she's had to help me out with. She had to come back to the bathroom with me and completely undo my dress my zipper my corset the whole thing to the to the floor wait in the bathroom with me so i could pee naked and then the whole thing back on again the corset the zipper the whole thing this is the glamour people <laughs> it was the glamour yeah that, <laughs> and the I, other one was at the sag awards i had this huge beautiful train this gorgeous monique lilier dress oh so beautiful that was a Marc Jacobs dress, by the way, for the for the Emmys. But anyway, this was a beautiful Monique Lillier dress. And it was so gorgeous, and it was this giant train. And so after you walk the red carpet, you want to tie the train up, right. and it has right. all these little well, ties underneath. yeah, yeah. yeah. To do it and then it looks like this beautiful bustle. fluffy, gorgeous buffle thing. Bustle, 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 thank you. And um not fuffle, but bustle. And uh, anyway, I couldn't find the little ties anywhere have... under the it was so much oh, fabric. Like it was dress. like a comedy. Yeah. It was no, no, just no. like yeah, yeah. so Amy had to come in the bathroom and she had to sit on the floor in the bathroom and <laughs> she's like, all the she's little, like all for this. What about bumps? me? Yeah. She's like, uh, I'm in the show. Well, she too, wears you know? very simple yeah. dresses. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Her dresses are not as complicated as Why am I here? Get an assistant. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, we only, so
0: we have a big joke about that. We only like having losers on this show. Yeah. So only, only people
2: that have been nominated but have not, not won. won. That's oh, perfect. perfect. That's a, that well, here's losers. the thing. I like. I asked to get, I like, you know, put it out in the universe. So like, I really wanted to get nominated. I forgot to ask to win. I forgot to put that out. You know, I, I just forgot that part. Award. And next time I'm going to. But here's the thing. This is a real injustice. And this is what we're talking about for worst ever. That's right. the title of your, it's an injustice. It's an injustice to, you know, Amy, Polar had been nominated like 13 times. So how do you get Amy Polar to win? You put her on a ticket with Tina Fey because Tina right. Fey wins every time right. she's nominated. Right. And that's how you assure her her win. Now, I'm not saying Amy Poehler doesn't deserve a win. She's 100%. phenomenal. Yeah. She of course does. But I also think and forget that but why would forget it that the same injustice. Category? I don't think it's fair to have two mega comedians on right. a, a ticket, one ticket. I think yeah. that's not cool. Number one, but number two, I don't think it's cool to put the mega comedian superstars who are guesting on oh. Yes. Saturday Night Live with the actors who are creating arcs on shows right. that is a completely it's different, different skill set. It totally different it's a categories. totally different skill set. One should be called uh, sketch comedy Correct. guest star Go ahead. and one should be called guest star. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Academy.
1: If right? you're listening,
2: Academy. I mean, I'm going to write them a letter because you it should. happened the year after me too. It was like three mega super comedian stars, Amy Schumer and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler on one ticket. And, um, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the dark haired, amazing comedian who is oh, very, the- very funny.
1: Um, oh, what's her name? Oh, uh, Melissa
2: McCarthy. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. That, those are the three giant mega yeah, yeah, comedians. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then it was like me and, and Lori Metcalf and, um, cool. Alice and Janney, like three, um, you know, wonderful actresses who are creating arcs on TV shows. Totally, totally different, different skill set totally guys. I'm going to write. And then it happened to the next, the same thing. Three actors, three, three mega comedians. How many times have
1: you been nominated?
2: No, no, no. It happened oh, the next year see, to whoever was, the next right. people were.
1: It Could was you know, just
0: not fair. I've, Uh, My agent has um, submitted me for choreography for the Emmys. Choreography, they do... Not only for everything in, uh, that's submitted to the Emmys, it's in the same category for choreography as like if I were to do the Goldbergs and say Schooled. If I did what? two or three things, those are in the same category as So You Think You Can Dance.
2: Oh come on! Two not.
0: completely
2: different, totally things. different skill sets. You're choreographing for dancers, or, or you're choreographing actors. for actors who are just moving, who are just moving and doing like comedic moments. It's okay, a totally that's insanity, yeah. and I can't compete with that. No, Like of course, well, of course I'm not. not. Gonna... You're never gonna win that. <laughs> No, you, never.
1: You know what's great uh, uh, that's happening now? I think also is I think a lot of the talent, including actors and dancers and musicians or whatever, they're sort of taking over the um, award shows in the sense of like it's. I think things are going to start changing slowly. They're they're seeing a decline in viewership with these award shows because people are getting pissed off on how they're handling it's just it's it's but
2: i don't think they know i don't think the audience i'm not talking about
1: that i'm talking about in general like for instance what Ariane grande did with the grammys like Mm -hmm. she boycotted did not show up and she right right, because we're starting to take a little more control real quick question is there going to be a reboot of the office i've heard talks
2: i've heard that there is but i haven't been i haven't been would you
1: come back as jan
2: um, I mean, maybe like for some special thing, to be honest, Did I don't you not like that oh, job. Oh my God. I loved it. You no, but I mean, improv. I'm working guys. I'm doing other things. I, I can't come no, back. No, we're going to make time for you, yeah. but, but here's the thing. I actually think that they should do a, a movie of yeah. the Office, rather than a reboot of the TV show, because you're not going to get, you're not going to get, you know, Michael Scott. You're not going to get, right. you're not going to get Steve Carell. You're not going to get Ed Helms. Yeah. You're not going to get, um, John Krasinski, you're not going to get a lot of these people. Yeah.
1: Unless it's a movie.
2: Unless it's a yeah. movie. If it's a movie, everyone comes yeah. back. Right. Yeah.
1: And it'd be like a, the Sex and the City of The Office. Yeah, so it would be, also, That's what many... they
2: should do. Yeah, Have you're... they done that with a comedy TV show? No. I, I think we should do I it with The Office. Do the same I thing with Seinfeld. It would be genius. Oh, same. Yeah. I agree. it so funny. And
1: then, real quick, your documentary. What is this about? What are you doing in it? When is it coming out?
2: Oh, gosh. It's a really hard thing to pitch in five minutes. Maybe I should come back and tell you about yeah. it once. When okay. it's done and when we like get it into Sundance and all that, which that is what you I'm like fingers back crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I love you guys. Okay. Oh, oh, I love you, you guys. guys. I'll we be like, lovable. I'll be like a recurring guest star on your show. You know, who's our le-
1: recurring legal advisor. Who? Stacy Keenan. Keenan.
2: Oh, okay. Cause she's okay. a lawyer now. Oh my yeah. God. So
1: every time we talk Allison Mack or any like legal stuff, like OJ, things like that, that I'm obsessed with. Yes. We bring her on just to, you just know. Just to, yeah. Just yeah. to keep
2: it level. Right. Left, right and center. Make sure they we saying allegedly. We
1: say allegedly a lot during because i'm so scared of sued. like there's moments where like we're getting sued oh. but i'm like allegedly you just
0: and keep so saying, saying allegedly allegedly, yeah. okay, okay. allegedly. well Malora, thank you so much for coming where can
1: we find you, you on awesome. freeform socials
2: yes on on uh what am i on i'm on instagram at melora d harden and i'm on twitter just melora harden
1: right and oh i saw that chrissy Teigen. Oh you. my
2: God, she's so cool! How fun Wasn't that is that? Amazing! I, I know. I heard she
1: like gagged. She yeah, was so she- excited <laughs> that you. She Chrissy Teigen was having a really bad day, I guess. Yeah, And yeah. so she put on an old episode of The Office, and I guess her favorite episode is the dinner party yeah. episode. <laughs> yes. So she tweeted this whole thing, and then Melora tweeted back to her, and Chrissy Teigen freaked out. She was like, she couldn't believe that Melora tweeted her. (laughs) You got to go on her lip sync show. You
2: got to do that. You got to go on Lip Sync sync Battle. Are you kidding?
1: Lip Sync Battle? It's so up your alley.
2: You guys, I'm so not cool. I'm oh, so not cool. I don't know got, anything about pop we culture. Need to, we need to yeah. get you. You guys need, need to keep cool. me cooler. Yeah,
1: You need cool to tell your agents okay. that you want to go on Lip Sync Everyone battle.
0: right Lip now Sync needs battle. to go on Twitter. They need to tweet at Melora Harden and Chrissy Teigen and get her on, on Lip Sync, Lip Sync, Sync Battle. battle. <laughs> What is lip sync battle, guys? Before I show you a
1: little clip of it in a minute. Well, and
0: Danielle, let's just talk to Danielle Fischl.
1: But that's no, that's the rap show. Uh, Let's get her on lip sync battle first and then we can work on Danielle Fischle's show. Okay. Okay. Let's get her
0: on all the I want her just to be. I need her to be a little more
1: hip. Not so like uh, your kids don't teach you anything? Are they not allowed to watch TV? Are they just reading (laughs) weird books? Do they have a Kindle? What's happening? Do they have any technology at the house? I know you're like gluten free with the kids or no sugar, or you do something weird, like with the food thing. You grow your own what are you doing? With the I'm kids? a total
2: earth mama. That's yeah, true. I know
1: she's like yeah. all natural. I remember like the, the best part. Of, I used to go to their house for like holiday parties and the gin fizzes. Uh, the, gin the gin fizzes. The gin fizzes. Yeah. Delicious. And fizzes. then all of a sudden yeah. she went all natural and gluten free oh, and no. all the weird. We it's like fizzes I can't. I'm, I'm. I'm. I have that stomach. What is it called? I'm in celiac <laughs> disease. The whole bit. Like I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. You are on a tear right now. Okay. <laughs>
0: Let's get her out of here before right. you She's get bad. it. You gonna go lunch
1: before we go. It's going to be some gluten-free Wait, restaurant with sprouts. Just listen the baby
2: noises real <sighs> quick. Baby. Baby. Do some baby noises. Baby. Boop,
0: boop, boop. It's just the, the breathing. Oh, the baby breathing is baby so breathing. cute. Okay. All right. Melora, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You can follow us at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. I'm Yo Lakin.
1: Yeah, I'm Alec Led. Oh. Don't ask.
0: And Rob,
1: you can find me at para.
0: Jpg. Uh, help, help, help me get para at para. There's somebody in like Mexico or something who is squatting it. <laughs> Uh, she hasn't posted. Just send her messages. Send her angry. De- I, I'm not saying to send her death threats, but just do it. What?
1: Okay, Rob. Rob, take it easy. Leave <laughs> the anger, leave the anger thing, to Rob. me, dude. <laughs>
2: we'll get you
0: your name, Rob. We'll get okay, you your name. Okay, just get your
1: name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: all right. You can email us at worsteverpodcast at gmail.com. Allegedly, again, by the way, Rob. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Love seeing you guys. <laughs> Bye.